Hello and welcome to Totally Tell Me, a weekly entertainment review podcast where we talk about movies, music, food, and fun. My name is Dominic McCurio, and I'm here with Laura Weinbach. Yep. And uh, this week, the main topic is the new Alien movie called Alien Covenant. Just came out. Um, it's a horror thriller, if you don't know about it, uh, directed by Ridley Scott who directed the original alien. So it's a bit of a uh, comeback. One could say come fuck. Uh-huh. But we will discuss that in the second half of the episode. Um, first, uh, well, each week we talk about one main topic and that's going to be our topic for the week. Um, but come first bust. we're just going to, yeah, first we'll just uh, come bust about some other shit, you know, yep. what have you been up to? What have I been up to? Uh, yeah. My weekend review consists of... Weekend well, weekend review. I guess the most exciting thing that happened to me was... Well, I don't know if I'd call it exciting, but uh-huh. yesterday I had a really rough day at work because um, I was playing for an event in Napa and I had to eat lobster and as oh much of it God. as I wanted and pretty much whatever else I wanted. Oh, God, are you okay? It was my, no, I loved it. It was awesome. <laughs> I was joking. It was not like my worst day at work. It was actually uh, amazing. I knew you were joking. No, and was, I was also trying to play along. Okay. And I'm really disappointed Missed that you didn't that pick one. up on that. Sorry. I can't believe you didn't understand that I was being sarcastic, but that's fine. It's fine. I mean, uh, can't we've believe only you didn't it. understand that I was being sarcastic. I mean, I can't believe that we've known each other for this long and we both just didn't pick up on each other's sarcasm. Maybe it's ultimately me, but it's fine. It's totally fine. <laughs> totally. Tell um, me about this lobster. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, I played in an event yesterday, and um, it was nice. I, I was scheduled to play for three hours, but in the middle of the um, performance time, the uh, manager of the event just came up to us and was like, okay, you guys might might want to stop now and just come sit down. And it was like a huge, long t- table outside in this beautiful like grove of trees. Mm-hmm. And um, the next thing you know... These dudes are coming up to the table and literally dumping entire pots of food just directly on the table, which consisted of like very bright red lobsters, Uh whole red lobsters and various vegetables like corn and artichokes. And they were all like seasoned with this crazy seasoning. And um, and then everybody had these cups of butter Mm. uh, and uh it was just cool to like be a part of the sh- of the event. Just chug some butter or what? No, well, I didn't ch- chug butter, but I certainly <laughs> dipped into that shit. Uh huh. And it's it a good was dip. awesome. I mean, basically, it was as much lobster as you wanted. Damn. I mean, they had whole ones just there, and it was like, who wants a lobster? And Are you like a big who, fan of lobster? Well, yeah. I mean, I used to think it was hideous, and Is I it? would never even go near it as a kid. Uh huh. But then uh, this what one changed? time, well. About 10 years ago, roughly, to the day, my brother Brent was working as a piano player on New Year's Eve at this, well, I call it a genitals club. I don't really know what it was called, but it a was a genitals club? A gentleman's butt. <laughs> I don't know. It was Could like, be a genitals it was club. A, I like that. It was at the uh, Presidio. Oh, mm-hmm. maybe it was like an officer's club or something like that. But he was hired to play as a pianist that night, and um, I was up visiting him from LA, mm. and uh, I ended up staying with him for New Year's Eve. And part of his payment for performing there was one of the $100 lobster dinners that they were giving Mm -hmm. to people, to their guests. And they, my brother hooked me up with one of them too. And it was like a combo surf and turf situation, which was like a lobster tail, a butterfly lobster tail and a steak. And at that, up to that point, I had always just been repulsed by the idea of a lobster, pretty much any shellfish, seafood in general. Uh And uh, like me. But then, like, for whatever reason, the idea that it was a $100 lobster tail made me think, maybe it's good. I should try this. 
and I, I uh, became adventurous <laughs> mm-hmm. and I decided to dip into it and I tasted it and I was like, holy crap, I get it now. This is really good. Mm-hmm. It's basically like a giant shrimp. <laughs> a really well, I like good shrimp. shrimp. I like shrimp. Well, I mean, it, it was like a giant shrimp that was way better than shrimp because it was like okay. some like softer and kind of sweeter and just it was amazing. And I was like hooked on it after that. I was like, okay, this is very good. Mm-hmm. and uh, I, mean, I will willing, get this again <laughs> i'm willing to believe that i may have not just had amazing lobster and that's the issue i think that's what the issue is with almost any food that people don't like that you don't like mm-hmm. i realized that when i became aware of amazing oysters that i've had um, from playing at an event too because up till then i thought oysters were the most hideous repulsive thing anybody could possibly imagine putting in their craw but <laughs> i had the privilege of playing at an event where they were serving um, all these different kinds of foods. It was like a big food tasting event. Mm. And one of the foods was really fresh oysters from some specific bay that, I don't know, it was like special. And I remember tasting one of their oysters and thinking, this tastes like a mermaid's lair. (laughs) (laughs) Like it just seemed like a magical flavor. You just licked it all up. It like transported me to a dreamlike place and it was weird because i never really felt transported by food before i mean i liked food and i obviously loved steak my entire life but tasting that oyster for the first time it actually made me think of a magical mermaid place (laughs) now let me ask you this a high-end oyster is it still just kind of have that slimy cummy kind of (laughs) no it had a freshness to it that that's what transported me like the fresh element it was like an overtone i guess you could say Uh that lingered Uh and it kind of transformed after you ate the oyster but i mean yeah the texture of the oyster is i guess slippery um but it had uh they had like a mignonette that you put on it Mm -hmm. which is basically like a vinaigrette with shallots in it and yeah, I mean, I just, there was no, I've never really had another oyster that was as good as that, but I, it was all I could, I mean, they were just giving them out for free, you know, and I, I ate so many of them and it was like both me and Anton were there and we were both just like amazed by these oysters. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, so that was when I started to realize like, you know what, maybe <laughs> the reason I don't like the foods I don't like is because I just haven't had the optimum, like version of that food Uh and uh i i've found that to be mostly true for the foods that i didn't like growing up or it's because there are terrible versions of those foods yeah like if you don't have a good version of a lobster or you don't have a good version of an oyster it's going to be fucking horrendous i agree with you on that um but when you do have that good version you realize why people prize it so highly or why it's so valuable you know it's like okay yeah it's amazing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh i i realized that too well kind of the other night when we played at that event um for the music of the spheres they were serving a very high-end caviar and I had never really had good yeah. caviar up till then. Now you thought that I was still bad. didn't like it though. <laughs> but you only tried one of the caviars, I think. Yeah, I think oh, was I had it the, the pink one. I think I had the pink one. Okay, those ones because the black one to me was hideoso mamamoto. Yeah, I didn't, and I I saw you try that, and I watched your experience of trying that, yeah. and I was like, I don't want that for myself. Yeah, I didn't want that up in my shit. But no. I will say that the pink ones, I could get, I got, I understood it at that point why mm-hmm. people love it. Right. Because it kind of tasted like smoked salmon juice filled little bursts, Mm. bubbles. And I like that. (laughs) Yeah. I just can't get down with too much fishy kind of stuff. But I agree. I mean, I look, I'm with you in that sense because I've always been a no fish kind of person. But Mm -hmm. 
these days I'm trying to branch out a little bit. I'm not going too far. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I don't think I would eat like a sea cucumber. <laughs> but, you know. But maybe know. a good one. Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I just think they really looked so gross that I just can't get past that element of it. It just seems nasty to me. Mm-hmm. All right. Other things. Let's see. Uh, oh, yeah. I recently wrote and recorded two new jazz songs uh, for a project that Anton and I might be working on. Nice. I can't really say much more than that, but I do feel really good about them. It's so- the songs, at least. The actual yeah, I want to hear them. Yeah, they're not ready to be listened to yet. I mean, we're still figuring out the arrangements, but I think at least one of them is a great song, and I'm really excited to flush it out. Sweet. That's all I can say. Uh, <laughs> played at Amnesia recently. Nice. That was okay. Yeah, no, it was great. It was a happy hour. Loved it. I, I love playing happy, Amnesia happy hours because it's just very chill, and I can do whatever I want, and I like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the people, there was a nice audience for that show the other day, I have to say. It was oh, very good. enjoyable. <laughs> oh, good. I don't know. I mean, anyway, I wasn't in God, it, God, I'm so fine. boring. I don't know what else to say. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Fine. Here's another very interesting fun fact. I'm rewatching season six of Game of Thrones. <laughs> of course. How many fucking times have you seen this season now? The, uh, mm, this is actually only my third time watching <laughs> it's that, only, that yeah, season. She says only the third time because no, but, she's seen all of these seasons multiple times. What, all of them at least three now? Well, yeah, I, I get something new out of it every time I watch. I mean, it's, answer the question: yes or no. I've I'm seen. I'm not gonna deny. I'm not ashamed. I mean, yes. <laughs> true or false? It's I true. have seen all of the Game of Thrones seasons three times. Yes, and I recommend to anybody who watches Game of Thrones: <laughs> if you've only watched the series once, you best get on that shit ASAP again because you will understand, and re- so much more is revealed than you realize, especially in season one, wow. which I did not realize going into it. I'm, Watching season one for the first time, I just thought, how is anybody in their right mind able to get through this shit? It was like the most boring thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think it the theme boring. of my week recently was understanding when things are good and why they weren't good before. Huh. Game of Thrones is a perfect example of that. <laughs> but yeah, season one, amazing the second time. The first uh-huh. time, horrible. Yeah, was, uh, I agree about the horrible part of it. Yeah, it's like well, not horrible. But no, it, it's I boring. thought horrible. I, I thought boring. boring, aesthetically hit horrible, mm-hmm. like it reminded me of Lord of the Rings, and yeah. uh, just for nerds or not, and nerds that I don't, not that I'm not, I guess you could say a nerd in certain respects, but it was the wrong kind of nerd uh-huh. for me. You know You've what I mean? I didn't like that nerd though. No, you I, are the you are an ultimate fan. I'm definitely an ultimate fan, and I I think it's a great. It is really cool. I mean, it's a very interesting, interesting, and very. Um, you know, well thought out uh, just the writing is really i dare say ingenious it's mm-hmm. incredible mm-hmm. just the way that it was planned like all these things about it are kind of there's a reason for most things that happen in the show the best thing about game of thrones to me is watching you get enjoyment out of game of thrones that's the <laughs> that's best good. part for me i know and you know what you might even enjoy watching it with me like if you would give it a chance because we tried to watch it on we a, did i mean we did do on that tour and dominic just wouldn't have it when the rest of us on, in the van were like we need to watch game of thrones i know you were pushing you guys were pushing me to watch these episodes that i was watching for the first time and you all were watching for at least the second time i know but then you had to put an end to the fun because we all could have gotten into that <laughs> and then dominic you're just like i just can't do this <laughs> it's I had just to, not I had, fun for me i had to put my foot down you know no, but i was telling you you got to watch it till at least the season <laughs> finale of season one because that was i did I got, and then you're like i'm still not hooked and i was like no you need to at least watch the first like five episodes of season two because and then we did great 
No, we didn't. Oh, we did. Really? Yeah, we watched a season and a half of that motherfucking show on that, oh, on that tour. You know, honestly, there is a specific episode in season two that I do believe you would get hooked on. <laughs> I was after into that the Geoffrey business, but that was about it. But did Geoffrey, like, where did that go for you? I mean, he was still kicking. No, Joffrey kicks. <laughs> I mean, he gets, he's like kicking from inside at a certain point. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, he gets. It seemed fun. It Joffrey seemed like- is compelling. He was very. He was the most compelling part of the show to me, for sure. What I'm trying to say is, he's in it a lot more, mm-hmm. like a little later on. I get you. I get you. And you will love that. You'll love that ass. Yeah, but I like forgot almost everything. I'd have to like. Oh god, no, it's just such you. an undertaking. You know, it's just such an undertaking. Kind of, but I don't know. You just got to be bedridden for like <laughs> five days. Yeah, maybe if I get real sick sometime, I'll uh, I'll hop on the Game of Thrones bandwagon again. That's I'll what give it another shot. Yeah, well, that's what hap- That's what had to happen to me for me to right. give it a chance. Yeah, I just need a serious illness, and then I will be ready <laughs> well, to pump case, up I the Game of Thrones jams. Well, in that case, I hope you get jams. really sick soon so that you can join <laughs> us. Perfect. Um, no, I'm kidding. I do not want you to get sick if for no other person, or if for no other reason than but for me so that I don't get sick from you. Um, I'm just kidding. I, I don't want you to get sick for you. Oh, good. Thanks. Um, Thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah, but season six right now is... It's very good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm liking I'm sure it. And I'm very, very excited for season seven. I know. You cannot even wait. No, I can't. I'm like. I'm excited to watch you get so excited about it. Okay. So tell me, how are you doing and what you've been up to? I'm good. Uh, things have been fun. It's been a really kind of crazy busy week, primarily because um, I shot my next music video, which oh, I yeah. am extremely excited about. Um, Do you want to? talk about that a little bit we could we could talk you know in a spoiler free kind of fashion but actually for you too i don't want to spoil anything uh and especially for anyone to be listening but um but yeah i mean what i definitely can say is that we you know shot it out in the desert uh down in alabama hills which is about seven hour drive from san francisco Mm. um kind of somewhat close to death valley Mm-hmm. We all drove down there, packed up some cars. Uh, Matt Rome, who you obviously know, and for the listeners, uh, he shot um, my three previous music videos. We worked together a lot, and he's been a guest on the show, actually. Director um, of photography. Yeah, he's been the director of photography for three music videos, and now this one um, as well. And uh, music videos for Bell's Atlas, uh, for a new song of theirs. Um, unfortunately, probably won't be released anytime soon, uh, just because I think of the timing of them, like getting their album out. They kind of want to wait for all that to get lined up. Any projecting time that that will be? I think it might not be until at the very earliest, maybe like August or September. Oh, that's not that far away. Yeah, but it could be October. It could be October though. Yeah, at least it's not like next year. No, no, I don't think it'll be next year, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was it was just insanely fun and super rewarding, and I just absolutely loved being back in that like zone of directing again. Was like, it more I fun really than we are not it. ourselves? It was equally fun. I mean, it was like there is a place that I get mentally that I just can't get mentally if I'm not <laughs> directing something. You know, it's just like a yeah. it's a state of mind that I. So it wasn't it wasn't as fun as we are not ourselves, or. No, I'm saying it was equally fun as we were not ourselves. It's always, it's like, sucks. it's such a fun (laughs) thing to be doing for me. I mean, for me, it's like, it's a continue, for me, every time I feel like I'm directing one of these videos, it's like I'm picking up where the last one left off and I am able to like use what I learned previously and kind of like continue on and and understand like what I could do better. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like a learning experience for me, but it's also just so 
fucking crazy, I guess, of an experience to see something that you've only seen in your head hundreds of times as you like just close your eyes and think about it real hard. Become tangible. (laughs) Become a real reality in front of your very eyes. Like I can't even express how Mm -hmm. crazy of an experience it was to like see these things that were in my imagination like come to life. And so it was just like, I was just so stoked. Granted, extremely exhausted. Mm -hmm. It was a pretty grueling, probably the most grueling uh, schedule that I've ever uh, had for one of these music videos. Mm -hmm. Um, Wait, but do you think it's going to be not as good as We Are Not Ourselves (laughs) or better? (laughs) I, I am... I couldn't be more excited about the oh, footage and I God. and I feel <laughs> like it's it will be uh one thing I will say about it is it's joking, a narrative. It's a, it's a narrative. And I think for that reason I think um it's gonna be better. I think I'm really excited about it because I think I learned things through We're Not Ourselves uh, oh. uh that I was able to do for this one differently. Just like in the sense of, I mean, not like I'm not, I am fully 100% proud of We and Ourselves and how that all came together. And that's like, that's the story I wanted to tell. Uh, But granted, you know, the first fucking question I always get is what's in the fucking box. And I think like that had, I think that had an effect on me though, just thinking about this, like going into it on a conceptual level, like I wanted to have a more definitive point to it all or like ending in a way i guess you could say and i think this has a more concrete ending wait are you saying that you regret not showing people what was in the box no i definitely i definitely didn't want to show well actually originally the idea a little insider baseball here originally the idea (laughs) was that i would be showing what was inside the box but i decided to cut it yeah um it never made whatever it's beside the point sorry we don't have to talk about our video the whole time but i do want to know do you like the other video more? <laughs> <laughs> I'm always most excited about the thing that I'm currently working on. Oh, fuck. But that doesn't mean we that... We need to make another video ASAP. <laughs> and then I would incorporate things that I learned on this one, and then I would probably be the most excited about that, and That's so on and so forth. That's what I want to hear. I mean, they're all like... <laughs> I'm just kidding, Bell's Atlas. I think I'm very excited to see your video. I'm excited for you to see it, because I think that we are in ourselves, you are so in the loop on yeah. that... You, probably much like me, never got to experience it as like a real audience member. Totally. You know? And I'm excited to show you this Mm -hmm. because I'm just really excited to get it to its final spot and Mm -hmm. then present it to you as an audience (laughs) member. Present it to me as the queen. As the queen, like, yes, here, here, I have an offering for you. (laughs) But man, anyways, it was an incredible experience out there. I mean, no, that's cool. I'm really, I am really excited to see it because I also do like the fact that it's going to be a narrative and just based on what I saw of some of the costume designs and like the set, because I saw photo stills from where you guys shot it. Mm -hmm. It looks like it's going to be epic. Yeah. Epic, I think is like what I wanted to, I wanted to make a wider story, I guess, in some way. Uh huh. And I, think that's all i want to say about the story okay. well no doubt the <laughs> but, location is probably going to be stellar it's a beautiful it was awesome. oh man it was so beautiful out there i mean it was yeah. like gorgeous we could like see the stars just so it was did you I mean, shoot wait the, can i ask if you shot at night at all or there is a scene at night oh, yeah cool. so, so like the first day was extremely long we we got up at 6 a.m started shooting maybe at 8 ish and we shot until like 10 p.m um, oh shit! It okay. was an insane day. It was and like you really only shot for one day, or no? And then we shot uh, half a day the following day. We got up about the same time, shot until about four p.m. that day. 
And um, uh, what did you do for catering? <laughs> we we had so Geneva, uh, who is the drummer of Bell's Atlas, um, and also was kind of producing this video. Geneva prepared some food. Actually, Geneva and Sandra. Sandra is the singer of Bell's Atlas. Um, they both prepared some food. Really? Um, wow. Wait, how many were in the crew beforehand? Oh. It was nine or maybe ten. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so it was small. Pretty small. Yeah, and actually okay. four of those were just extras too. Oh, wow. It was a very okay. bare bones crew. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I mean, for, for example, some reason, I thought it was going to be like a lot more people for some reason. No. Uh, basically, prob- uh, well, definitely less than we are ourselves because we, did, we didn't have like a lighting department. Right. Because there you were using weren't. Mostly natural. It was pretty much all natural. But at lighting. night, though, you had to use something. Yeah, there is something. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but, <Hey>. but it's <laughs> a special, up. but it's kind of like a special thing. Office. You'll see, you'll okay. see. No, I mean, no. you know, I mean yeah, okay, you don't want to talk about it. <laughs> but yeah, it was super fun. Uh, I loved it. Um, can't wait for people to see it. It's just going to be a while, but it's fine. Just hang in there, get your butts in those seats, and just uh, refresh that page. I'll tell you what. Got It'll be it. worth it in the end. Stick your butt in that, up, that, up in that quicksand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just dip a dick in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it was it was crazy. It was fun. Cool. Can't wait what, to show you. Anything else to report? Um, well, I think the only other thing I've been doing is I uh, started The Leftovers. Um, oh, I actually started a bit ago, but oh, I just haven't that. talked about it on this. Oh, man. You started the new season. You didn't like it? Didn't Wait, I haven't. I didn't watch any more than like the first few episodes of the first season, which I didn't like. Oh, okay. <laughs> well... I strongly feel that The Leftovers is one of the best shows on television. Really? Yeah. Good I think Lord. it's extremely well directed. Um, the acting is very, very good. Really? Um, yeah. I think the writing is good to great, you know? Uh-huh. Um, I think it certainly does its purpose. And I think really the the selling point of it all is just how well put together it is, mm. uh, like just directed. It just seems like they really... They have a cool vision that they go for, and just the way that some scenes are given to you as the audience is just exciting to absorb. Hmm. It feels unique, actually. Yeah, I can get unique. into it. <laughs> That's a bummer. I thought I mean, the acting was bad, actually, and the writing was bad. Absolutely at first. not. Well, maybe no. I shouldn't blame the acting, but I did think the writing was poor in the first like few episodes that I watched. I think maybe writing isn't the strongest thing that it has going for it, but I think the performances are incredible, actually. Hmm. Um, I think it also. I think the second season is much better than the first season oh, yeah. and this new season it's typical yeah yeah i think generally shows kind of find their stride a little bit yeah and I, and one very exciting thing about the leftovers is this third season is its final season and that's by design the creator decided oh. that this would be going the final into, season yeah oh wait but going into it did he know it was gonna be three seasons or well he i think decided it this season i think uh he just said in interviews right after the second season was done that he feels this is a three-season show and that he realized in the making of the second season that he was creating the second of three acts mm. by by what he means, the full seasons. Mm-hmm. Like, each season to him is an act of a three-act kind of story. Gotcha. Um, first season is mostly set up. Second season, a lot of shit goes down. Third season is, like, mm-hmm. already going off. It's just, like, climactic. Mm-hmm. It's great. I I love this show. I've only seen the first two episodes, though I think at this point there's already like four or five. I'm just a little behind because I've just been busy, but I will be catching up ASAP. I can't wait to see how it's all going to come together. Can't recommend the show enough to anybody who's listening and is wondering what the fuck Leftovers is about. Um, it's like basically uh, 2% of the world's population goes missing all in a day's, in, a, in an instant really. Um, and it's kind of more about 
it's less about the solving the mystery of what that is and more just about okay and then what it's more just about yeah. like how do humans then have to cope with people yeah. in their lives who are close just vanishing from their lives and like what are the emotional repercussions i would yeah. say to that uh-huh. like it's more about how we are affected by that yeah as a whole um uh-huh. Uh, so I think, you know, going into it with the expectations of like, oh, this isn't about like, we're going to get to the bottom of this. Right. Um, I think is a good, that's what I usually tell people getting into the series because I mm-hmm. think it's a common thing for people to be like, why the fuck are they answering these questions, you know, that I have? Like, <laughs> no, and it's I, not I, about that. I remember, yeah, what I watched, it was all about like, yeah, what are the repercussions of yeah. belief and mm-hmm. how people, yeah, react on a global way. And yeah. it like, it's just the whole, yeah. And for that, I found it to be... In a that unique sense, perspective. That, was, that wasn't. I like. Yeah, I like the concept of it, but I just didn't like the show. <laughs> but yeah. I think. I mean, I'm sure if everybody. I gave it more of a chance, I would probably get into it. But I think I need to, you know, realize that I've. I'm about to get into Game of Thrones. Like, <laughs> you only have so much severely. time on your hands. Well, I have a lot of time. On my hands, <laughs> right now, to be honest, I've been. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't know. My life is boring. Anything else? <laughs> No, I think that's it. I think we should probably talk about this uh, fucking new Alien movie that okay. we just watched. All right. All right. Initial reaction? Uh, well, just real briefly again. Oh, sure. um, so we just watched Alien Covenant, um, directed by Ridley Scott, who did the very first Alien movie. And uh, I meant to look this up beforehand, but I don't think he's done any of the other major Alien movies. Do you know if I that's true? Um, we'll I'll look that, look up, that but, up. Yeah. Uh, but anyways. Um, Wait, did James? Cameron do aliens James Cameron did aliens um I know that aliens three or maybe it's just called alien three was directed by uh David Fincher right um and I believe that aliens four was also a different director and I think this is I guess considered aliens five to be honest with you I am maybe we start with how big of a like maybe let's just briefly talk about our connections to the alien franchise. Cause I would say that I have seen alien one and two mm-hmm. and I saw Prometheus. So I've, I'm certainly no like alien mega fan, but I certainly have some cursory knowledge of the series and you know, I have, I, I really liked alien and I liked aliens mm-hmm. and I thought Prometheus was like a fun time at the movies, but nothing special. That's what I feel about going into it. What, how uh-huh. about you? Okay, well, you're definitely more of an aliens, you know, uh, uh, conglomerate <laughs> fan than I am because uh-huh. I, I did see Alien one, but it was a long time ago, and I mm-hmm. barely remember it. And then I watched Aliens fairly recently, like within the last five years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do wish I could have watched, um, uh, rewatched it again, like within the last couple of days, so that I could, you know, just be more interested in this movie. But generally speaking, uh. Yeah, I did not like it. It was pretty much as bad as the previews that lasted for over a half an hour before the movie. Holy shit, <laughs> oh I God, know. God damn. Fucking previews, it was man. It boring, really. And it, also, just not my thing. It's just the look of it and mm-hmm. the way it was directed and the pacing. I mean, it just went from being like a really boring movie to an annoying movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it started off. Okay, do you want to get into it or? Yeah. Uh, well, actually, just to just to fact check here, he oh, yeah. he only directed Alien, but then he also did Prometheus, mm-hmm. which was the more recent kind of prequel reboot, uh, and that came out in 2010. Yeah, um, and he did GI Jane, which is a very notable film. I mean, he's done Flick. many he's done many other movies besides Alien. Oh, he did Legend. 
Um, but as far as the Alien franchise, he only directed the first one in Prometheus right. and now this one. Um, um, so this is like his kind of, in a way, it's a big return because, or people were viewing it as a big return because Prometheus right. was somewhat unrelated to Which the is, events of Alien. And why I was interest, interested in seeing the movie. Me too. I did, Me too. Like, I did like Aliens. Um, Though he didn't do that. I know. Okay. But I also liked Alien. Yeah, me too. And, uh, you know, I thought, okay, for some reason, I was under the impression that it was going to be, like, real special effects. Me too. And that was not... Well, actually... Really I, a little bit. I think there was a little bit of it, but even though some of it was real, it just looked bad. Yeah. You know, because they probably put a CGI, like, sheen over everything that just... What's the point? That's the fucking biggest difference between... It. So, uh, just briefly, I also wasn't a big fan of this movie um maybe i liked it a little more than you because i do think that it was like keeping my interest and i thought there was yeah. some sequences that there were some specific sequences in, in it that i thought were actually pretty well done but overall like the mythos was pretty boring to me yeah. and all of like kind of the getting into why and where and all this shit was like I was like really I mean, bored by that. It was like ridiculous too. I mean, it was ridiculous. It's yeah. like, okay, can we just get into this or what? Yeah, sure. So uh, we will be talking about spoilers in this. So if you care about spoilers, maybe now's the time to back off the podcast. But also, I will also say the spoilers aren't really going to be like, you should, we it's all fine. know it's what's fine. going to You know happen. what's going to happen in a fucking alien movie. Yeah. And, well, but anyway, so here we go. Gloves are but, off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so the mythos first off, of the first like thirty minutes, I was like, truly, I was like dozing. Really, and I was like, oh, the, the, oh, actually, go ahead. I, it was boring. I mean, I was bored, and I didn't, I wasn't that into the look of it at first, and I mm -hmm. just honestly, my thought going through my head at the time was. Oh man, I have to sit through this. <laughs> it's like not even close to being over yet. Yeah. And uh and so, you know, that was going on for like the first 45 minutes and then finally we got to see a fucking alien, which that, is what I liked. I that did was like the best part of the movie, yeah, I thought. I did the first like, introduction of it. Yeah, and that was, you know, it was fun and I thought, okay, this could get fun, yeah. you know. But then one well, actually what kind of was a dead giveaway for me though was the very first introduction to the the uh like presence of the aliens when the guy like inhales that powder stuff right that it goes mist. Into his ear. but it's so fake looking it's like full-on cgi yeah yeah and i'm like that doesn't look good <laughs> you know uh, that, then, that uh, i didn't mind but i totally get what you're I talking mean, about looked, with i guess it looked okay but it was just like didn't you know, just did not recall the magic no. of the special effects no. in the Aliens movie and uh, in Alien 1. And yeah. that's what makes those movies so special. Exactly. Because the art is really cool and you know that it's real and it feels real and there's depth to it. And this lacked depth. And I did wonder to myself, like, oh, are those real? You know, like at times in the movie, I thought it did look kind of real. The but Aliens? I, some of them. Which? In this movie. Yeah, I know, but which? Uh, I don't know, like the first few, like the smaller ones. The or like the one that goes on the guy's face, for example. You know, oh, when he's looking in the thing and it comes out. Uh, yeah. Oh. But no. not I and I. But again, I was like questioning it, and mm. that's for me enough for me to not like it because it's like, yeah. I want this shit to look real. That's the whole point of seeing yeah. this fucking movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just felt like it was kind of a waste of time, and and also. The whole basis upon which they ended up on the planet and how, I mean, first off, why in the fuck would these like <laughs> renowned as astronauts 
not take the precaution of wearing some kind of you know uniform protection when stepping foot on on a brand new a brand brand new (laughs) on (laughs) a brand new alien planet that they know nothing about it's like it just seems like common knowledge and common sense to assume that there is going to be potential for bacteria or foreign entities that could negatively affect your health, you know? And it's like, they're just hanging out like they're camping out. And the guy's like, I got to go pee. Yeah. And then he smokes a cigarette and then flicks his cigarette butt on this un, you know, unknown, unknown planet, yeah. untouched but planet, supposedly. But they have not scanned pr- previously. Like, what scientist, group of scientists would in- allow that to be done on a brand new planet for the, somebody to just smoke and flick their cigarette out onto the open? It's like, that was annoying to me. I really got annoyed by that. But I think their intention was to annoy, like to make you not like the guy. But I mean, maybe, but I, I don't know if that was so the unrealistic. Ca- I mean, the whole basis upon how the whole thing started was just ridiculous. I totally you know, agree. There wouldn't be this group of scientists who are, you know, the top tier of their field walking just basically barefoot and pregnant <laughs> onto this motherfucking <laughs> alien landscape. Yeah. And then just the most annoying other thing was when that fucking captain guy follows the clearly bad guy who was just communicating with the alien after one of his team members just got murdered by the alien that the guy was telling him to trust. Uh, he doesn't trust him and he shoots the alien and clearly the dude who was telling him not to shoot the alien was not trustworthy follows him into a deep dark cave <laughs> and then oh, is like right. observing these crusty looking oh, yeah. alien eggs and then he's like what's that and he's like oh go have a look they won't hurt you i swear yeah. after the fucking alien that he was friends with just murdered his friend and then he looks into the thing and he like gets his shit sucked out mm-hmm. uh after looking in the egg and it was just so so dumb like yeah. this guy's supposed to be the freaking captain i mean mm-hmm. what the I didn't give a shit about any of the characters in this movie. That, I didn't that care was one either thing. about them, but it was like so stupid. It was just so dumb. I mean, I just could not buy any of it. You know what I mean? Well, no. I mean, yeah, I think you you hit on a couple things I wanted to touch on anyways, which is the original magic of the uh, of Alien mm-hmm. uh, to me was in large part due to just how practical and cool yes, the special effects practical. were. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, like um, the Alien was actually a, a thing, thing that they made yeah. and and a model. because of that, it really instilled fear into the audience, I think. Well, it's tangible. It has depth. It's like something you can, you feel like you right. can touch it and feel it. And it's real because not only that, but the characters are actually reacting to, mm-hmm. well, I, I don't actually know how they did it. They might have had small models and then superimposed them into. Oh, for this, you mean? No, for y- alien, aliens. Just, yeah, the first couple alien movies. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, it was they actually there. I, well, were they life-size, though? Yeah. Are you sure? The alien that is, like, stalking them, they made, like, a full-blown alien. That's what I figured. Yeah, it seemed fully blown, for it's sure. It's a full-blown. <laughs> they blew that fully. Uh, some fully-blown fully blown ales. <laughs> but in this one, it's all... The alien is, is always, in all forms, this, like, quick, fast-running oh, little, like, I CG... I hated the editing yeah. Uh, during the like action sequences mm-hmm. it's like finally something i want to look at is happening and i can't even fucking make out <laughs> what's going on because they're fucking new they're not only are they editing like a one frame per you know one <laughs> shot per millisecond <laughs> but they're doing handheld and it uh-huh. was just like fuck this yeah. i cannot believe they're gonna <laughs> cheat me out of being able to see this shit even though it looks like shit <laughs> i did really like this the uh the first sequence where 
um, they bring back that sick dude and they put him into the med bay. Yeah. And then, he, then the alien like bursts he's, out, he's like, busts he's out like, of his nut. Yeah, I liked his whole <laughs> seizuring moment. I liked when they ripped off his shirt and then like it exploded in blood. Yeah. That was cr- well, that I was cool. That was I was real. in it. Yeah, no, there was some cool there practical were some effects. Practical effects. Like they did some cool makeup on sure, his back. The makeup and, was fun. Yeah, and, and definitely they did some makeup on him. On yeah. Just like his whole body really to make him yeah. look like he was seizuring and right. I mean, there was some just cool shit that was going on there. And but it I was too so at that fast. moment. I know, but I too at that moment was like, you know, this is going to be a, a a kind of cool kind of horror movie yeah. vibe, and the and feel of it felt like it, it was felt more horror. It was like, um, yeah, it had a certain ominousness to yeah. it. It was, was dark. It, it was, was dark, and it was yeah. vibey. Yeah, and then it just if that was, didn't go there. If the I know if that had continued more down that path, I would have been into. I it. I would have been more into it. Yeah, I, and me I too. was into it at that point. I agree with you. The first like three minutes of the movie, I was like, oh my god, this is like, what are they? Okay, so they're just I'm going like, to this yeah, planet. Yeah, what are they talking about? They're going and, to this planet, oh, and then they choose to not go to that planet because they stumbled upon a fucking radio signal that they See, heard a fun song. Listen. It, yeah, the song. Okay, as like a song. Okay, John Denver, whatever. Let's right. just freaking see some aliens already. Yeah, I mean, I I, I got the thing is, like, is the like, story is not interesting enough yeah. to spend that much time not doing anything. And you know, this might be an unpopular opinion, but I even feel that way about the other alien movies, where okay. like, yeah, the it takes some time. It, it it takes some time to build up to the alien, and I never really found. The mythos of Alien, like but that at least so horny Weaver's me. got like a certain so horny vibe. Weaver. So horny Weaver is really like captivating though, and that, I know that brings me to my second. Which is no one was do- same, doing the same thing in this movie. Absolutely, at all. like never, no one had that appeal. That not at all. The so new young, appeal. the new young, uh, trying to be so horny Weaver. So horny Weaver. Oh, so horny. I so horny Weaver. <laughs> I. <laughs> the the new the new the new one the new girl you know the new short haired girl who was trying to be so horny right. weaver no, was, was like not, not interesting whatsoever. She, well, and, she was kind of cute. I mean, I guess. No, I'm not saying her look. Like her look was no, fine. not her look, but she had a vibe that was kind of like adorable. I know, but, but I just I feel don't like, care. <laughs> I just feel like about her. You know, she wasn't really like the main character, even though I really wanted yes, her to be. Exactly. No, like, I wanted her to kind of step up more. Well, see, that's what I was saying to Anton in the car, by the way. <laughs> we oh, talked really? about it because um, we knew he wasn't going to be on the episode, yeah, yeah. so I felt at ease. Um, <laughs> he, I was like, yeah, you know, the fact that that was our leading lady in the end was so like not that apparent at first. Yeah, it came out of nowhere. And actually. it was like, yeah, it, she had no character build or character yeah. arc, and it was like at the point during which we were supposed to realize that she was the main girl who was going to survive at all. Mm-hmm. I just didn't care about her not at, at all. all. Like I had no connection with her character because yeah. the movie didn't give us anything really to work with. But then Anton argued like, well, no, I mean, I knew the minute that she came on screen and she was crying about her husband having died, that she was going to be the star. And I was like, I guess. But I also just thought when I first saw her, like, okay, that's one of these hysterical characters that's going to die soon. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it didn't seem like she was very important. And she just, yeah, she didn't have a strong presence. Mm-hmm. You know, a strong well, they, enough presence. And that's a writing issue. I mean, I think yeah. that they just yeah. didn't yes. give her a good... I blame, the, I blame the writing. You know, and something that has been interesting about the other Alien movies to me is because it's a female lead who's just taken charge. She's a fucking badass. And like all she's these so dudes... She's so horny weaver. She's so horny weaver. She's so horny weaver. like, so horny weaver is just bouncing around this fucking alien she's ship. She's so horny weaver. <laughs> 
and she's like taking charge. She's like taking action, you know. Uh, and is? this new like trying trying weaver is like she's not, not even a weaver. She's she ain't no she's weaver. She's not even a beaver. She's she's like a because I don't believe her. <laughs> <laughs> she's not the horny weaver because I don't believe her. <laughs> I don't believe her. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. She she like never took charge. Like no. And then all of a sudden, towards the end of the movie, she has like this stupid action scene where all of a sudden she's like gonna go out on the fucking oh, on ship. The roof of the yeah, ship. Clips yeah. Clips in. Know, and like she clips in. And then just like flies off the side and starts shooting the goddamn like, alien okay. while she's hanging from like yeah. what the like, fuck? Where did, where did this come, come from? from? I like, agree. I was right that, there with you. I, I feel like her character was never that. I just feel like what they it were trying to do with this movie is they were trying to harken back like basically to so horny wafer but yeah. it didn't work. Yeah. Like you, you were tr- I think the only thing It was like too little too late. Her, her character was trying to make you think that that you should care about her because she should be Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, so Horny Weaver. <laughs> oh my god, I, I can't believe You're I like, said that. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so, so sorry. I'm sorry. It's it's so Horny Weaver. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I could. I, uh, boss, I, I, boss, I'm really sorry. Boss. We'll, we'll add that out. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> so no. sorry to you, uh, so Horny Weaver, and your friends and family, <laughs> uh, and your children, if you say? so did choose to have them. Um. Wait. What was I going to say? Yeah, I just agree. It was just. Yeah, not it. This wasn't. There was no substance to this film. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, I guess there was a little bit of s- intrigue with regard to the main villain. I guess ever so slightly, like his yeah. kind of way that he was relating to the other robot and their dynamic was kind of interesting. Right. But uh, not interesting enough for me to like have any real positive thoughts about this film. I mean, no. Ultimately, waste of time. And you know, all the previews that we had to suffer through for the first. <laughs> half an hour of being in that theater before the movie she's not exaggerating too just as bad and it was like it was like 20 plus minutes so sad to me to think that this is the reality of action in movies now like all of the thing about okay and the, the character that i think that the main the leading girl was serving mm-hmm. um in this movie ultimate like that they wanted her to serve mm-hmm. by the end of the movie but again too little too late was that of all the other fucking stupid female-led action adventure movies that we saw previews for where it's just like okay there she's gonna do some fucking like quote badass you mm-hmm. know battle sequence where she like kicks ass yeah and it's just so annoying i mean we've seen this all before it's some choreographed thing where it's all you know cgi cgi'd and like mm-hmm. not real and it's just who cares at this point who mm-hmm. honestly gives a fuck it all looks the same you know all cgi looks the same to me and there's no difference between an alien and fucking shrek mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> you know what i mean it's all I'm, the same. i certainly could not be scared by the aliens of this movie and i think that is a key ingredient to making an alien movie work at least for me, the the reason I liked the other ones is because I thought there was some legitimately terrifying sequences. I did think that that one sequence that we already talked about was uh, cool, and I thought it built tension well, and it was a bit scary, and I felt sure. very tense in that moment. There were a but, few moments for me like that. Yeah, but, but other than that, like I thought a lot of it was just kind of like campy, and and it was but um, campy is okay. I thought it was There's fun campiness though. There's in all the Alien movies. Yeah, well, in definitely. Alien One, Alien and Aliens for I sure. I thought this movie but... was like a fun time at the movies, um, and I thought it was nothing special whatsoever. And I wouldn't really like recommend that people go out and see this movie. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, but I do think it wasn't terrible. I thought that. Um, yeah. I, I did like the set designs of the ships. Actually, I thought the ships oh, were kind of cool. I guess, but also kind of boring for me. Yeah. <laughs> that, that look, you know, it's all gray and. 
Yeah, but I like the lighting. I guess I, there, there's okay. just some cool. There's just some cool like lighting stuff there. I, I, I like, and this um, happens in the other Alien movies, I believe too, where they just kind of do this kind of like cool blue lighting and lockers sometimes. And like, like when they were grabbing guns, they were coming from these like just blue, just very vibrantly blue lockers. And I was like, that's mm. cool. And there was sort of this like bluish green tint to to just like the lighting in there, and there is a vibe to that that harkened back. I thought in a good way to uh, like not in a cheap way like most other things in this movie to the original Alien. Uh-huh. Um, that I liked. I thought the plant that they went to was pretty boring. I thought the kind of civilization they stumble onto is pretty boring looking. I thought like the whole mythos about this like, you know, uh, collection of people who were out there and whatever, you know, they all died from this Oh like, yeah, what thing. the fuck was that? It's like, okay, was that the dude, the like main bad dude? Killing them all with a plague of some kind? Like, yeah, I didn't, was that supposed to be him? Yeah, with that, blonde, long hair and a different face, facial feature, yeah. facial structure, or what? Yeah, it was. Uh, so, did you <laughs> see Prometheus? No. So, I saw Prometheus, and I'm pretty sure that was very, uh, there was some direct references reference to Prometheus to okay. in this, okay. but I thought they didn't really do a good job of like actually summarizing or like reminding you what happened in that movie because it's been a while since I've seen that movie, and even when I saw it, I didn't care that much about it. So, <laughs> well, I that certainly was all wasn't CGI like. CGI, too, I imagine. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so who gives a fuck? Yeah. Um, but. <laughs> I don't know. I just. I mean, really I thought this was. CGI. Yeah, I thought this was like better than Prometheus. Not nearly as good as Alien or Aliens. That's where yeah. it sits for me in the oh, in yeah. the ones I've seen. Yeah, is this basically like the worst one of of them all? Of to the you? ones that I've seen, yeah, absolutely, yeah. hell yeah, no, but yeah, I I didn't think it was horrible too. I I was like walking out of the theater. I thought, well, there was some fun stuff in that a little bit, but ultimately. Hated it. <laughs> um, I just didn't like it. I just thought it was kind of, yeah, boring. But, I, you know, I didn't hate it. <laughs> it was okay, you know. It, yeah, but I just would never recommend it to somebody. And it's just, it's ultimately just a typical contemporary action adventure, yeah. like fantasy movie with not very cool special effects. It's like not, a fun, dumb no time. Kind of. It's not even that fun of a dumb time, though. Like, there are yeah, way funner like dumb moderate, times. It's like moderately fun at times. But I think you kind really of. gotta spend your your. Dis- you have to invest in it too much. It's like you have to invest too much to experience those fun dumb times for it to be a one fun dumb movie. And you gotta really not care about having characters that you care about because right. I don't think they do anything for any of the characters in this movie to make them like feel like you would care if they died or not. Right. I seriously didn't totally. care who uh, lived or died. Did I didn't a, know half didn't their die. names. Me I too. often well, even Well, I knew Daniels. I uh, yeah, oh, I knew Daniels, but even she like even if she died, it's like I wouldn't care that and much. And I didn't care because apparently well, I guess we don't know if she's going to die or what by the end of the movie, but even like as they were dying sometimes, I was like who who were who they? was that? Who, who yeah, was that? I don't even know who that like was. Like that that totally. other nameless person that was yeah, on the crew, a virtually faceless person. It was like yeah, they yeah, I, no totally. character development whatsoever. Yeah, yep. basically all the other scenes that weren't like alien murdering scenes were alien mythos scenes about like the the civilization of this planet that Prior they stumble across. To when and, they got there. Um, and I guess if you care, I guess if. Maybe for alien nerds that would be exciting. Like maybe there is something Some there that we didn't pick that up we didn't on. Know. Yeah. yeah. Like I maybe guess. there there was something in this if you're like a massive aliens fan that is like rev like rev Revelation. revelations for the for the alien fanatics. Revelation. But, but as someone who does not closely follow the mythos of that world, it was pretty boring. <laughs> All those scenes. Um Oh. Yeah. Uh I agree. What about the uh I'll do the fingering line? <laughs> 
I liked it. I, I gotta that. say, I liked it. I love that. I did like. I like that scene because what there was this in interesting, like, robotic kind of sexual tension going it on. It was, there. and it was like an interesting <laughs> dynamic between two strangely gay guys. <laughs> yeah, but that were like robots too. Briefly, the scene that it we're was talking like robot, about, gay, lo- gay robot love, or something like. Right. That. There's a scene in this movie where two androids, uh, one is teaching the other like how to Blow play a flute. flute. <laughs> basically and he's like, he like he's like put your fingers on it he's like no he's like put your fingers on it or no wait, no, no, no well, well first put, he's put like your fingers on it yeah and then he's like i'll put my fingers on your fingers and then I'll apply pressure to your fingers and then uh-huh. apply pressure to my fingers and then eventually he's like now i'll do the fingering oh yeah that's put, it. put it in your mouth and i'll do the fingering now put it in your mouth now i'll do the fingering <laughs> it got like an audible laugh in our in our know, audience actually funny which granted like I guess it was supposed to be funny. Was it supposed to be funny? I yeah. mean, I must imagine that whoever the fuck they all must have realized they must how have that sounded, known, right? Well, yeah, they had I to. guess ultimately it did result in a little kissy kiss later on in the movie between them. So yeah, I, I mean, it, they probably just you know fucked afterwards. <laughs> Maybe yeah, I'll do the fingering. I mean, you know, they weren't fucking no so horny wafer. <laughs> Nobody but, was fucking uh, so horny. Not a lot of people can have the lesson of saying they fucked so horny wafer. <laughs> I don't think so horny wafer ever really got a cool like sex scene either. Oh, she definitely almost did in Ghostbusters. And Ghostbusts. Well, no, she didn't. Wait, did you? Well, she did was she bust? sexy in it. Uh, did she bust in Ghostbusts? She's somewhat busted. She, bu- she, she was like, she's she's a weird one. I gotta say. Mm-hmm. She no. has a weird vibe to me that I always thought was kind of like weird, a bit intriguing. Yeah. It's intriguing, but it's there's something not nice about her. <laughs> not nice about her? Yeah, like she seems like, like she would be a bitch. Really? Yeah. I mean, maybe it's just from the people that she kind of got like stereotyped as playing, though. I mean, because it, w- I actually don't know too much about her history, but I'm assuming Aliens was a breakout role for her, or was well, she Ghostbusters? Like, oh, was that? I don't okay. know what came out first, but yeah, she's in Ghostbusters one and two. Okay. And I mean, that's where I recall seeing her first, and she just plays kind of like a bitchy mom, like uptight mom type. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, Bill, not tonight. <laughs> I need to put the baby to sleep. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm really not in the mood. <laughs> One final thing I want to talk about with this movie yeah. is I did like some of the music. Oh, um, me too. Yep, good point. Uh, there, there was a theme that was happening for usually when it seemed like the alien was approaching or something, mm. or mm. when they were fearful of the alien being around. There was just like this cool, minimal, um, just weird kind of tonal thing that was happening, but they they brought it back every time. Yeah, and I liked that. That was cool. I noticed that too, and I yes. I enjoyed the music. Yeah. I, I overall I liked most of the sound elements in the yeah. film, uh, from the music to sound effects and sound design. And yeah, sound effects were also whatever. cool. Like it was all good. Yeah, very good. But you know, doesn't it, I save, mean, it, doesn't it wasn't save bad. The movie. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't save the movie. I mean, it was it was very appropriate yeah. and it was well done for this particular picture. And I really appreciate when films respect that element of the, the, the of the film because Definitely. oh my god can i just do a little detour super quick yeah, which is that i watched anna green gables on netflix which is a new netflix or- original last night and mm-hmm. it was just abhorrent <laughs> and i love from anna- a sound perspective or are you just talking oh, in general oh, well, the music was just an absolute outrage mm-hmm. like the opening sequence, the opening credits had like this terrible band. Oh, I don't even know if I should say that, but yeah, <laughs> it was this terrible, terrible like contemporary rock band, and uh-huh. it was just, just not. It was not in the spirit of Anne of Green Gables. I mean, it was like mm-hmm. it was an it was like an, somebody punching Anne of Green Gables in the face. I don't know what Anne of Green Gables. Oh, I barely even know this. It's word an that amazing book that I grew up with, and. Um, 
it's just it's um, it's a story and a set of stories or books that are very dear to many people mm-hmm. and that have touched the lives of many people and i think drama or what it's a it's kind of a drama but it's it's more of like a young adults or children's uh like novel mm-hmm. set of gotcha. novels and um it's just something that i think is close to a lot of people's hearts and to make that piece <laughs> of crap in the face of that uh, that book and that story and that character was like, it was just rude. <laughs> you felt, <laughs> I felt offended personally by it. offended. Yeah, yeah, I was like really mad after uh-huh. I had to watch that. I was like, oh my god, this is just hideous. Uh-huh. It was like this new version of it where they tried to be all digital. It looks like they were trying to capture these cool props and stuff, like awesome farm tables and stuff. But in the context of this particular like drama or this TV show, those beautiful or what could be beautiful antiques and, and set designs meant nothing. <laughs> they felt empty. Oh, like bummer. I hated the whole vibe of it. And it was like, just, they did not understand what Anne of Green Gables is about. It seemed like, and just the acting was really bad. Well, at least the aunt, the one who played Anne was terrible. And the intentions were all wrong in terms of the way she was delivering her lines. And mm-hmm. not many people who like Anne of Green Gables will forgive that. I don't right. think, you know, I think yeah, that whoever made this show didn't realize how important I think that that story is to a lot of people and how close they feel to that character mm-hmm. and to just fuck it up like that. was <laughs> just It was like fucking uh, raping fuck. it. That sucks. Yeah. Anyway, but I watched like, you know, three hours of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, on that Sorry. note, I think, um, <laughs> I, talk about it. I think, uh, I think you pretty much get our, our thoughts on alien covenant for me. Uh, don't see it. But yeah, uh, maybe if you're a massive, maybe if you're a massive aliens fan, there might be something in there that we weren't latching onto. And I guess if you just are really just clamoring for an alien movie, this might do the job for you. But I wouldn't put your expectations too high. I think it's, um, I think it's pretty run of the mill, standard quality kind of action movie. I mean, if you are a massive aliens fan, it's like you're gonna watch it regardless. And I guess that's you true. You realize you're probably already in the theater right now. You're probably plugging us in. You're sitting your ass down. And you're like, I wonder what Tolly Tell Me thought about this movie. That's exactly what every person who's going to see Alien is wondering. Yeah, exactly. Alien. Yeah, Alien. Oh, I did like the opening uh, title page. Oh, movie. that was cool. That was cool. Yeah, that was cool. They do that every Alien movie where they like slowly bring in the like oh, they do? the lettering in that way. I didn't realize that. They do do that. Oops. And I've always well, liked that's that. That's cool. It is cool. It is cool. I, I, like, I it. like it. Uh, it feels kind of retro. Well, it just, it's cool. <laughs> it's Regardless cool. Regardless of retro or not, it's just a cool look. It's a cool it's look. It's a cool design. Look. It's a cool concept. The rest of the movie sucks, but that was cool. It's crazy, sexy, cool. Good job, title designer. Yep. You rule. Mm-hmm. Joe. Uh-huh. I know you did it. I think it was Saharni. So What's up, so so horny Joe Weaver? <laughs> What's up, Saharni? J O. All right. Well, this has been uh, totally tell me. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Um, we'll be back next Wednesday with a new episode. We release on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and most recently Stitcher. If you listen on that thing, I guess some people do. People ask me about that shit, so I put it on there. So you better love it. Uh, if you dig it, share it with a friend, subscribe, leave a rating on iTunes. Definitely uh, helps us get the word out. Our intro and outro music is by Laura and Anton. And thanks for listening. We'll be back next Wednesday. Yeah.